show me your news. And now, coming through your speakers and into your ears, it's the gaming podcast that you all know and love. It's show me your news. Welcome to Show Me Your News, the pinnacle for delivering and debating the gaming news that matters the most to you. Rumor build gossip, hardware blunders, or upcoming releases. If it relates to video games, we want to talk about it. I am Yoko, and I am now in possession of Pokemon White 2. Came out this morning. Hmm. I am super for a limited time only. I'm Tony, and I'm surprised the Browns scored a touchdown in the first minute. They did? Oh my goodness. Yeah, we, we've got Super here today for a little bit. He is moving, much like I did uh, you know, last weekend. This is the first show from the dojo, as we are calling the new house that Sword Hunter and I are living at. You may notice the acoustic change of everything here. And if we were on live stream, you would notice the green screen behind me. Uh, we're not streaming this one, unfortunately, due to technical difficulties with the setups. But like uh, we said, you know, Super is here for limited time only, and we appreciate the time. Uh, we've had difficulty wrangling a guest this weekend. It's just not a good weekend for everyone. So, nor Whatever. was last weekend. Nor was last weekend. We had to push it back a week. So as a result, we have a lot of stuff to discuss. Our top stories for episode 120 of this podcast on Sunday, October 7, 2012. Uh, Tokyo Game Show happened. A lot of things that we have to talk about here. Uh, so we'll touch on a few of the, the big highlights there. Uh, Wii U launch lineup came out. Uh, we also have the Mass Effect trilogy. And the hilarity of the week, there are some ripoffs galore on the iOS app store. Out recently, a whole bunch of games that we'll get to. I think, you know, starting with Borderlands 2, ending with Pokemon Black and White 2. Got some stuff in the story pool. A soapbox. We don't really have a thought this week. We'll talk about some things. It'll be a good time. If you've never listened to the show before, we are a video game news podcast, and we're part of the Show Me Your News network at showmeyournews.com. Hopefully you guys are doing well. I know it's was, was it a good week to be off from podcasting, you think? No. No? <laughs> Why not? Uh, everything I, happened. I, yeah. I ran a registration desk for six. Brown scored another touchdown. It's 14 to 0 on the Giants. Yeah. Lose I'm not Giants watching this one. I'm awake and I'm not watching this one and I am pissed. <laughs> See, you said you gave up on the team. I could put it as an Easter egg at the end of the show. How fickle the fan base is for any fan base. Really. <laughs> oh my god, I'm sneezing. It's been like 10 <laughs> years of me being sad. It's, it's not fickle. It's like consistently bad. <laughs> uh, Lions fan? We, yeah, we, no, we, we can yeah, relate. Yeah. Oh, I, I don't and seem to recall. <laughs> yeah. Super, I want you to know we set this time for you, and I'm awake, and you're going to leave soon, and I just want you to know it's your fault, and I hate you. Hey, hey, enjoy your freaking football game. I can't. <laughs> really? Because it sounds like you are. I can't. No, I just saw a clip. You picked a good time to move Super with the Lions on by. Let's just Let's just say that. I don't know. What, the last few weeks? <laughs> it has been bad. Although well, miraculous at moments. Yes. By the way, Yoko, did you listen to read the manual? I did. Oh. oh. 
I'm a nice guy and also a jerk. <laughs> I was really, really hoping you you completely threw me off guard because I was just gonna hope you were gonna go no, no good. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, oh, oh, oh. Oh my I, I heard the last half hour specifically because someone commented about that. <laughs> anyway, we are getting really sidetracked. Uh, let's start with Tokyo Game Show, which is our first headline. I'm fired. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. We, we don't pay money, so we can't really fire anyone. They fired Spoonie. I don't think he was making much. <laughs> but he was making something more than us. Oh, yeah, bro. <laughs> uh, the first part of Tokyo Game Show was interesting with the Kingdom Hearts fan base and franchise and everything regarding that series. The Kingdom Hearts 1.5 HD Remix that was announced for Japan uh, includes Kingdom Hearts Final Mix, RE Chain of Memories, both in high definition with high def cutscenes for 358 over two days. For PS3 next year, Japan only. As of now. As of now. This is true. But considering America has never gotten the final mixes localized, and you know the question is obviously why, um, it's... I, I kind of get why. I mean, I guess oversaturation's an issue. And they're just like, oh, we're just giving them the English vocals and a few new things, a few... A lot of cool new things, but it's like, whatever. I'm going to put up a flawed argument. It's not really oversaturation when we get Call of Duty every year, but then again, Call of Duty sells a lot, blah, blah, blah. I know. Well, Guitar Hero and like Rockman like, killed each other. Right. I don't know. Look, There's just one Kingdom Hearts. Okay, hold on. My dad is freaking out, so i got to talk to him. <laughs> just... Is it 21 to nothing Browns over the Giants right now? I need to look this up. Uh, Super, you've played some of the Kingdom Hearts games. I did play... I've, I've played a lot of them, actually. Well, can I say a lot of them anymore? A lot of the mobile ones have slipped through my fingers. Mm-hmm. Okay. Ones, though. He's like, he's excited. I don't blame him. <laughs> I, I'd be more excited, but like... I don't know. When they say Japan only for Japan, I'm like, Japan no, my, got these. No, I mean, my dad's excited. No. <laughs> what was like, your, what was your first reaction? Right what well, was my first reaction to when I heard the HD remix, or mm. when I heard it was only for Japan? Uh, both. When I first heard the HD remix, I was like, "All right," and then I saw it was PS3 only. I'm like, "Well, you know, it was nice. <laughs> <laughs> nice while it was, that excitement was nice while it lasted." And then the only for Japan announcement, I just kind of lean back and go, "Why? Yeah. Okay, I want why we Japan already has." Most of any, everything in this thing. There's the new stuff, sure, but America's been asking really. for it. There's nothing new, really. It's the cutscenes and days. Cutscenes and, and there's the cutscenes, the boss battles, the, all that fun stuff from you know the uh, Kingdom Hearts one re something. Oh uh, yeah. Okay, look, I I put in here rant for me because I am just as pissed as anyone. I think I'm gonna wait before I get too pissed because. I think uh, Game Buddy said they they did say Japanese announcement with like one game, but people were quick to jump on. It's like yeah, they said that with one and two, and we've just had worse luck. But with uh, I think it was uh, Rechain of Memories. Hmm. But that's a bigger game. I don't know. I really don't know. I'm mad. I'm mad as hell, and they're dumb as hell. You mad? <laughs> Man, I'm not gonna take it anymore. No, 
the just the fact the HD collections are like awesome at building a fan base. Oh, they're brilliant like, ideas, yeah. And just worldwide, like when I saw this, I'm like, this got worldwide written all over it. But then they just released that dumbass comment, like this is only for Japan uh, at the announcement. And I'm like, are you guys insane? Do you guys know how much this helps build a franchise or build it up more, get people into them and stuff? Or why would you do that? Like, Square is continually stupid, but this is like over seven. I think this is the, one of the dumbest things because it's already pretty much ready to come over. Mm-hmm. I gotta translate some text, but that's about it. Most all voice acting is done. Well, you gotta think about it this way. Here's my opinion of it is like. It is disappointing for now, but you gotta think it's Tokyo Game Show. Yeah, yeah, it's it's probably Japan. Maybe for now, maybe they're just waiting on that announcement later down the line when they can localize whatever they have left to localize because a lot of it is already localized. Um, and I'm hearing Mark freaking out probably about uh, fantasy football stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, There's also the news that I think I read that one gameplay from One HD is going to be stylized more like two's gameplay. Don't know how to feel about that one yet. Uh, are you thinking like like reaction commands? Because that just sounds really really hard to pull off. I I didn't didn't you know read any specifics about that. It's just generally what I read. You know what I hope it is, and only one thing, and they're exaggerating the hell out of it. Uh, Better platforming. Book. Camera movement with the th- with the right thumbstick. That's oh, yeah. it. And I'm like, yeah, that's more like two, and it's that's exaggerating, but it's a hundred times better. So I'm okay. It's true. Um, I also read that you know, I don't know if it was Nomura, but someone mentioned that oh well, you know, a two HD is only logical. You know, didn't really confirm like a two HD sort of thing, but mentioned like oh, it would feel incomplete if it was just left at that. Uh, kind of implying that it was something in the works later down the line, which would be nice. It would be nice to see a pack with 2 HD, Birth by Sleep, HD. Uh, I don't know if they'd be able to pull off Dream Drop Distance, but they then they'd have no. to get um, okay, look, coded. We, we've, already, we've already got this figured out. Uh, a lot of people, that was the thing people were mad about initially. It was like, where's 2? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's rightfully, rightfully so. But it's, it, if you look at it and you know the timeline... It's like one in chain of memories and days kind of happen congruently. Mm-hmm. Chain and days lead directly into two. Days fills in a lot. Chain of memories fills in a lot. So it's it's called one point five. So logically, if we're doing two games and cutscene redux, the next step would be uh, two birth by sleep and coded cutscenes. Yep. And uh, not. Uh, Dream Drop because that's newer anyway, and I don't know how they do that. It's newer, and from what I've heard, it leads supposedly like directly into a supposed three. Yeah, so that would make sense. Yeah, do like a two and a half HD, and then go right into three. Uh, but not, a lot of people are really you know pissed off that it's oh it just says Japan only. Well, it's Tokyo Game Show. It's going to be focused on Japan news. So they have a Rocksmith demo. Over there, because that's not out over there yet. Rocksmith, that came out last year over here. Mm-hmm. So they're going to tailor that market. Um, I would imagine this is going to be coming out over here with 
what Sony loves to do right now with all these HD collections. They just announced an Ezio collection for Assassin's yeah. Creed with two Brotherhood and Revelations. You know on Sony's on Square. Bucks. You know Sony's on Square's ass too. Mm-hmm. This this is either I, I want fans to organize on this because it's dumb. So if you like make a Facebook or Twitter, like link me and I want to help too. Because this is probably something I want to organize on more than ever because I I want those games. But and oh, I fucking love Kingdom Hearts. Uh, but but more so, I think another possibility is they'll make two point five, and then you know they'll combine them and bring them over. I think that's a possibility. I don't know why they can make more money. They could probably release all three like separately and as a set and make money mm-hmm. on all of them. But <laughs> they're they're dumb. They're so dumb. Did you want to also continue and talk about Metal Gear, as you have in the outline, Metal Gear Revengeance yeah, trailer? Like have you seen it? Has anyone else seen it? I saw about half of it. Um, I was running out of time. I was trying to see it before the show. Because I saw a Revengeance Tokyo Game Show trailer, and it was the exact same at E3 with a new little Easter egg tease thing at the end. I'm like, oh, well, whatever. And then I saw the actual link that you put in the outline. I'm like, oh, this is different and there's a lady with oh my god how many arms yeah it's like a <laughs> bunch least, of the, at least 12 arms bunch of the dwarf gecko like combined okay i've been so anyone knows me who loves the introspective deep nature of the series knows that i've hated this game since it was announced uh i like it now <laughs> uh I'm a lot more optimistic. The more I think about it, I'm like, oh, let's play them games. It's going to be fun. That much I know. And then I'm like, well, they're not stupid. I mean, I'm sure they'll write something something decent. It's just going to be pretty wacky. Like, I'm already expecting, you know, crazy action. But then I saw this, and I'm like, Ryan, I, I figured Ryan was going to be super angsty in this game. Like, uh, <laughs> but he's like, he's like in a limo in a suit. And like, we're just doing our job, sir. And it's like, oh, okay. And then it's just uh, it. The thing that makes it feel a hundred times more at home is they started showing crazy villains, and I'm like, okay, I'm game now. I'm totally into this. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. I don't. I still think four should have been the ending, but this is just how it's gonna be. As long as it's not Star Wars Episode One, I guess we'll be all right. Right. So it looks like the main villains are gonna be the Desperado Enforcement Squad. Yeah, I haven't read too much about it. Now I'm at the point where I don't want to know things. Ah. Uh, I mean, it does look really interesting. It's good to see new I faces. Talk about it. I don't want to be like, don't talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> I, that's, I just said I personally stop. No, it's good to see new faces. It's good to see you know, more personalities. From this, game. Um, yeah. this is coming out February 2013. Mm-hmm. So it isn't too far away. No. Um, I think if we just get past the idea that it's... Metal Gear Rising. It's not Metal Gear Solid. It's all about the the lightning, sword action, whatever. Not tactical espionage. There's a difference. We'll have to wait for our, our stealth fix for Ground Zeroes. But for an action game that Platinum Games is so good at, um, there is excitement here for me for this game. And you know, seeing this trailer, at least the bit of it that I saw, and I'm going to see more after the podcast. It's really it really helps with that. Also, it seemed more like a Metal Gear trailer in the format. Like really there was, did, little, yeah. there was, 
Also, it's like it does like the names at the end, and then something a little funny after it. It just, it just, it felt a lot more like Metal Gear. Well, and it was like a five minute long trailer, so yeah, that's what I mean. You get it's your the lengthy ones there. It's good stuff. Mm-hmm. I put this link in here for me because I don't think anyone else cares. Have you guys heard of a game called Nino Kunis? Nino Kuni? Yes. Nino Kuni. Oh, yep. Yeah. This is why. This is why you're here. <laughs> yep. It's <laughs> yeah, not. That's an apostrophe S. <laughs> Mila Kunis, believe it or not, is not a voice in this game because oh, yeah. it's Nino Kuni. Wrath of the White it. Witch, I think the American subtitle is. Yeah, I'm not sure. They they did. I don't know. I thought it was confirmed, but they like super confirmed it or something. This is the the Studio Ghibli uh, level five game. Yeah, this is Miyazaki. Beautiful. This is probably one of the best looking games I've ever seen in my life. If not the. If my computer could play the video, I might agree with you. It's it's very. I mean, I still think Wind Waker looks amazing. I know a lot of people don't like that game, but. I do. I like. I know you do, but. <laughs> Like, oh my god, it's still so pretty. I don't know, it's just something about the cell shaded and the the animations are great and oh my god, it's probably the prettiest game I've ever seen. This game. It's a, it's an RPG. I don't know what the hell it's about because it's Japanese and I'm sure it's it's Miyazaki so I'm sure it's off the wall and crazy. But yeah, I definitely can see the Miyazaki inspiration here. Oh, totally, yeah. It's pretty. It's pretty there. But I, I'm, I'm pretty excited for that. I'll probably check it out when it comes over. Mm-hmm. There's also a new PS3. What? Yep. It, it's like a super slim version. Slimmerer? Yeah, I put slimmer on the outline. <laughs> um, gosh, I'm trying to find the redesign here. I don't think anything drastically changed about it. I don't think no, anything. No, like back. it hardly got slimmerer. Yeah. <laughs> um, so 25% smaller, 20% lighter. 250 and 500 gigs as opposed to 160 and 320 that we currently have. Okay, some more space. Um, it'll be out November 25th in the United States with the 250 gigabyte model. Includes Uncharted 3 and a $30 digital content voucher for Dust 514. 270 bucks. Not a bad price for no, that. No, it's really good. Space. It's actually really good. It's just if you have one, it's kind of like... Eh. And then the, the 500 gig... Uh, bundle in the U.S. on October 30th with Assassin's Creed 3, but no price on that one yet. I would guess 349. 349 Probably. would be a smart price for that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, I don't think it really needs that that kind of redesign. Well, no, not like like I said, if you have one, it's like whatever. But like if they're trying to push some in the holidays, it's awesome. It's a really good thing. But yeah, we don't That's... care. We don't. We don't need to upgrade ours now. Like that old one, it was an improvement. Like I did go out of my way to get one. It's just oh. quieter and it's nicer and it's not. Oh my god, that first model is really heavy. <laughs> That's true. It really is. I know budget is a factor, but like super, would this entice you? This change entice no. you to get a PS3? No. I can't even find anything about it. But I did find that Sony is suing Kevin Butler. We do, <laughs> have, we do have that in our story pool. That'll be interesting to talk about. Yeah, that's. I mean, I, I saw that in the story pool, but I wanted to bring it up because what? <laughs> it's actually a funny story, not hilarity of the week, really. Although I did have it in the spot there, I, I put the link here to the PS3 in the Skype chat. There you. 
I, I mean, but still, for like for two hundred fifty, two hundred fifty dollars for a two hundred fifty gig, you get Uncharted three and a thirty dollars digital content. Would that be enough to sway you over? No, Super's too enticed by Usher at E three. No, so bad. Uh, no. See, the thing is, I'm looking at this, and that's you know, it's about two hundred seventy dollars. Which makes me kind of want to grab it mm-hmm. and, you know, just pick up a bunch of stuff because there's all those rumors flying around that PS4 won't be backwards compatible and all that crap. Mm-hmm. But I look at this and go, I, I, I want a 3DS. <laughs> yeah. I want a 3DS first. Like, I want to play Uncharted 3. <laughs> um, yeah. And I want to play Dust, actually. Uh, it's funny because I, I keep on ending up playing games with Dust in him. <laughs> You should play Ratchet. And, uh, yeah, I should probably play Ratchet. Ratchet and Dust. Ratchet and Dust. <laughs> Gotta fit it in somewhere. <laughs> uh, so you're on the fence about it. it I'm course. I'm on the fence. Like, I look at the white model and kind of laugh a little bit. Because it looks downright ugly. But... A <laughs> um, oh, white model? I didn't know about that one. Yeah. It's I'm terrible. Just at, I mean, I look at the black model and I'm just like... That that just puts me in the mind of a PS2. Mm-hmm. I do like this. I do. I mean, despite everything, I kind of like what this is doing here. But I don't know if I'm really all that swayed. I mean, two hundred seventy dollars is two two still two hundred seventy dollars. Right. I can buy a new console, a very new console. Called the Wii U. <laughs> yeah, called Wii U for. That much. That's true. Exactly. It's just like I didn't think about that. Yeah. Comparatively, you know, you've got a huge library of games, sure, but I've gone this entire console generation without even caring about most of them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're a bad person. (laughs) Hey, I can just watch them on movies on YouTube. That's true. I'm just kidding. Although I'm looking at these pictures now, and this stand. To put the PS3 on its side, that looks so weird to see a PlayStation 3 on its side. You can do it, Kay. I mean, I've seen it. <laughs> it looks like you're just putting on a CD. Yeah, kind of. Mimicking how play- gamers actually set up their consoles. Uh, do you leave your Xbox on your side? Um, I leave it face down because I don't want anything to tip over and then <laughs> scratch the disc. I did that with a Halo 3 copy, but luckily that was a rental. I got mine. Mine's always upright. So if I put, if I saw an Xbox model that was sideways, I'd probably think it's weird too. Mm-hmm. So I guess it's just what you got. Let me tell you, if this was, if this console, if they came it out, came out with it, you know, last year. I'm looking, last year. No, I'm talking like it needs to come out with a version that's a hundred gigabytes. Needs to be. I don't care if it's smaller or lighter and all that crap, but it needs to come out for one hundred fifty dollars if they want to mm-hmm. really entice people. Yeah, I mean you're already selling it at a you. loss. Dude, I'm hardly it, I'm hardly using my Xbox anymore because they're they're starting to lose you know those exclusive features and games and all that. But also I have a twenty gigabyte hard drive. I have something. Less. I am yeah. I'm just so out of room for that. So for games like Sonic Adventure Two. I would have gotten it on Xbox 360, but I just don't have the room to spare. And look at that. There's my PS3 with it's a 320 gigabyte model and loads of room to spare. So I have, I have someone to compare leaderboards with because Super's not on PlayStation. 
Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, here's, here's You'll the thing. You'll beat me since you're already <laughs> past 90 emblems. I've got like 112 or something today. Jeez. Yeah, I'm just looking I'm at this. I'm slowing. <laughs> and here's the big thing. Here, here's, here's like the big thing about this whole Sony thing. I hate that controller. What? I hate mm. that controller. You get used to it really quickly. I actually I've, like I, I have a PS2. I played that PS2 to death. I hate that controller. You're wrong. <laughs> it does not fit well with my hand. The You're Xbox wrong. You should feel bad. bad. The Xbox controller is like, hey, let's make a controller with just thumbsticks for shooters, and that's it. Pretty much, but that's all I use it for, really. Yeah, I know, because they and only they have shooters. And the occasional platformer, and, you know, on the Xbox Live Arcade. It's going to be weird with Wii U and their Pro Controller when they flip the right yeah. analog stick and the wow, face buttons. Ugh. That's going to be really weird. But, you know, yeah. as of right now, my I always feel really stupidly cramped when I try to play anything, like a shooter. Big old hands. I don't have big hands. I don't know what you're talking about, then. I totally, like, I had had the Xbox for, like, two years, and I got a PlayStation 3, and I was using that controller. I'm like, I feel at home now. Feel good. Mm. Plus, and, plus, just the best design, just short of the GameCube. I love the GameCube controller. I do too. Plus, in generations, I can switch control control stick D pad seamlessly in the Sonic's you? modern level because, like, he goes 2D and it's easier. You can't really do that on 360, but I, I, I no, you can't do that on 360. That D pad is just what piece of plastic. No, because like it'll switch to 2D in modern. I'll just like. D-pad. Yeah. PS3 right does there. have a good D-pad. But I'm trying to figure out why he uses his D-pad during, you know, Modern's 2D sections because it just sounds like why would you do that? Why not? He likes, he likes the going, retro. You're still, going to, you're still going to, you know, hold down for rolling. Actually, you don't roll because that's classic Sonic. But, God, I hate some of the classic, classic Sonic's controls really, really irk me in that game. It's really oh. easy to... Never mind. We're getting... <laughs> Super, I'm going to flip headlines 2 and 3 here while I still have you here. Uh, so let's talk about Mass Effect Trilogy, which is interesting to see. So they come up with the news, EA announces that all three Mass Effect games will be available for the price of one when Mass Effect Trilogy drops on November 6th, 2012 for Xbox 360 and PC. Um, and then it will also be coming out on PS3 at a later date. So I have to tell this story first because... I'm, I'm go ahead. Hmm. Uh, Nathan, I got off work and Nathan was reading this story to me. He's like, "Yeah, come." He, I read that uh, coming to PS3. I'm like, "Trilogy," and he's like, "Yeah." I'm like, "With one?" He's like, "Yeah," and I'm like, "You read that wrong. No way." <laughs> I was convinced he he had read something incorrectly, but he's like, "No." And I'm like, "Well, okay then. That's cool." <laughs> I don't know how they pulled it off. But Mass Effect 1, published by Microsoft, will be coming to the PlayStation 3. When you have enough money. This is true. Um, I don't own any of the Mass Effect games. I have save files for all of them, but I rented each game. Well, I didn't rent each game. I borrowed the first two from a friend and rented the third. Mm-hmm. Um, looking at this, realizing that my Shepard from Mass Effect 1 could actually transfer it all the way to Mass Effect 3 for once... For sixty uh, bucks. For sixty bucks, uh, playing online for Mass Effect Three with my save files and all that—that's 
mildly exciting. Yeah. I like this. I will. I will pick this up. This isn't a might pick this up. I will pick this up, so I finally be able to play online with some of the smidges who like playing this. Mm-hmm. And I'll be able to check out those DLCs that have been coming out. Well, it's been interesting because they have mixed reports of what consoles will be getting what DLC. So, for example, PC is getting the first two, or the only two, uh, Mass Effect DLCs, uh, which are... Oh, what was the first one? So, and Bring Down the Sky is the second one, and Mass Effect fans have chastised me for no, not knowing the first one or not remembering it. Um, but they're getting that, too. So they're getting them for free on PC. But Neat. they've been really mum about you know, what all the plans are for, you know, for like, uh, you know, Zaid uh, in Mass Effect 2, like that DLC will be free, apparently, still. Mm. All right. Well, I have to get back to moving. I have to go to put a washer in a basement. Very, oh, that sounds very... like so much fun. Yeah, it's it's going to be very fun. So I'm so sorry. I'll try, you to, guys... keep... I'll try, I'll try to keep crap talking about you to a minimum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go watch your football game. I can't. Oh, we will. <laughs> I hate you. Around. I love you, right. Good you bye. Bye. Okay, Mass I Effect. Hate that, hate that guy. <laughs> hate you <laughs> too. Ah, Elliot. <laughs> so, Mass Effect is one you have not gotten to, correct, Tony? No. Is he gone? Mm. Hate that guy. <laughs> He's gone. Uh, now the show's way but See, I'm just kidding. I did that to you. <laughs> uh... No, I haven't got to that, so I'm pretty stoked that <laughs> I waited. Mm-hmm. I mean, PS3 versions say out at a later date. Hopefully, you know, won't really go too much into next year, but it'll uh, be there for sixty bucks. You'll have the no, system. Yeah, no hurry because that'll be a lot of game. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it is I, a lot of game. That's for sure. I don't. I don't want right now. I'm only worried about Assassin's Creed Three. So mm-hmm. after that, like I don't. I've been. I've really wanted to start some Final Fantasies, but I'm like, those are 40-hour ordeals. Yeah. So I'm just kind of still kind of playing through things before I do anything like that, so I'll just make sure calendar's clear when I do that. I Yeah, I'm super happy about this. Uh, also, to anyone who cares, to those who play 2 and 3 on PlayStation 3, you can. they said they will release the first one only for digital download. That's nice. So that's really good. So they'll have not the little online comic thing. I forgot what they did. Yeah, it was it was an online comic, right? Yeah, like an interactive one. Big, yeah, you just make the big decisions or something. Mm, you got you got to play the game. Yeah. Like that's the biggest part is the first one coming to PS3. But you have to wonder where is Wii U in all this? Well, yeah, that was a that was a thing that came up. Trent Richardson is trending. That's cool. <laughs> Dem Browns. Uh, well, I don't know what's going on. Well, apparently they're trying to use Mass Effect 3 Special Edition as a bit of a test run to see how Mass Effect does on Wii U. That's a good and idea. That is backwards logic. I'm like, you want to see how you sell the last version of the game and do two interactive comics, which is ridiculous, to see how all of the games would sell. Here's an idea. Let's try selling all three of them. For, scrap Mass Effect 3. No, I'm not saying like scrap. Put the work you've done Take on Mass Effect 3. Take them all off the shelves. <laughs> put, put the work you've done on Mass Effect 3 into the Wii U trilogy version, which does not exist currently, and then build that 
into the other ones. It'll, it's okay if it takes time. It's okay if it's not at launch. Games get delayed all the time. But to see how the last version of a, tr- a trilogy sells, to be able to sell all of it, does not make sense. Shame. So, like, for one good to get Mass Effect 1, the first Mass Effect, like, all on all the systems, except Nintendo Wii U, but then the Wii... It's just, like, a kind of a weird balance here. It is, when you put it that way, yeah. yeah. It's like it's like when Mega Man... Uh, they released, like, two Mega Man, like, Maverick Hunter X and a remake of one. And they're, like, awesome, but they're PSP games, and they're, they just kind of stopped. Cause they were going to, like, make, make them up to three, and they're just like, well... No one likes these. I'm like, no one likes PSP. <laughs> you guys are freaking stupid. Oh, well, speaking of Wii U launch lineup, they did make that official. 23 games launching with the system on November 18th in North America. And then they do have the others in the launch lineup through uh, March 2013. Still a lot of games. It is a lot of games. And it's actually... You know, one of the better launch lineups that any system has really seen. But then again, it's true that a lot of them are remakes for the system. But you can't deny that if you're trying to, you know, get your system going really strong for the holiday season, well, it's a good thing. I mean, they break it down into the different uh, publishers. I mean, starting right off the top with Activision, Call of Duty Black Ops 2, it's, it's you know, it's a few days after the release of the actual game. I think it's the 13th. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the 13th is when it comes out on the other systems. But for those that have Nintendo systems or only or are just looking for that, because Black Ops sold really well on Wii. Yeah. Um, so if you're looking for that on Black Ops 2, not that much later, and you're getting that at launch for those that like that series. And I know some of uh, Smidges here are actually really looking forward to Black Ops 2 because of some of the things that it's done differently. I didn't so, know that. That's good. Uh, Skylanders Giants is also going to be there. It does not use the near field connection, which is really weird because when we saw that feature, it's like Skylanders, perfect. You have that built in. Well, it's too soon, and maybe for the next Skylanders there. And then Transformers Prime, Wipeout 3. Uh, you have Disney Epic Mickey 2, The Power of 2 for uh, yeah for Disney Interactive there. And it'll probably sell the best. Well, I don't know if that's true, but it'll probably sell pretty good there just because the first one, you know. Right, right. Um, I, I thought I saw something somewhere where they were thinking of bundling the first two and like selling them as one. Yeah. That would be interesting. It's backwards compatible. It'd, it'd be smart, too. Mm-hmm. Um, EA is releasing FIFA 13. Funny tangent here. Did you see anything about the Wii version of FIFA 13? No. Check out, like, they have, you know, different sites or stories on the comparison between the Wii versions of FIFA 12 and 13. Um, oh, that they were basically the same game. They are basically the same game. Like EA didn't even try. EA pretty much mailed it in, did the whole roster update thing, and sell it for 50 bucks. Um, the menus are exactly the same, more or less, just change, you know, the logos from 12 to 13. Um, there really isn't much of an improvement as far as, you know, graphics and all that goes. It, it's pretty damning to see it in picture form. How long did it take them to figure it out? <laughs> Not too long. Okay, because part of me just thinks EA was like, eh, it's Wii. 
<laughs> no one's going to notice. That, that's probably what they were thinking and saving money. That's what I would have thought. I would have been like, don't worry about it. No one. Uh, Tekken Tag Tournament. They pass sports yeah. games on the Wii. There. <laughs> yeah, that's that's actually pretty true. Yeah. Uh, Tekken Tag Tournament Two Wii U Edition from Namco Bandai, with all the character customization options that they had in that trailer, which was still really weird to see. <laughs> I don't know much about that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nintendo First Party. You have New Super Mario Brothers U, Ninja Gaiden Three, Razor's Edge, Nintendo Land, and Sing Party. Uh, you have Mario there on launch Good. day. That's big. Good sing party. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what that one is. Nintendo Land coming bundled. Oh, man, that... The fact that they're sold out. Like People are going to play that. People want that for free, you know? Mm-hmm. I want that for free. I wasn't going to pay 50, 60 bucks for it. No way. And Mario at launch, yeah, that is huge. It's not a revolutionary Mario title, so I think that's a little moot. Mm-hmm. But it's still Mario, so it's still really going to help. It's still going to smooth those copies, yeah. It's not a, it's not as good as Mario 64, but it's a little better than Luigi's Mansion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sonic and All-Stars Racing Transformed at launch. Yay. That's good. From Sega. Uh, Tecmo Koi brings out Warriors Orochi 3 Hyper. Could not tell you the first thing about that game. There's two of them. <laughs> I guess two more. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, THQ brings Darksiders 2. They've been working on that for a while, and they've had it already out since August. Uh, I hear those are good. Yeah. Yeah, It's a little mix of Zelda and God of War. Uh, Ubisoft, obviously, you know, brings their big titles or some, you know, cheap games for launches of systems. But they have Assassin's Creed 3. That's big. Uh, ESPN Sports Connection. I remember seeing Sports Connection, and I was just like, oh, okay, whatever. And now they've got the ESPN name attached to it. And I still don't know much about it, but we'll see about that. Is there that an one. Xbox version where it's Connection with a K? Oh, I don't think there is, but you should. They're listening. And they're, <laughs> there you go. They're listening. You should copyright that idea, whatever, trademark it. Yeah, ESPN. <laughs> um, just Dance 4. Big, big, big to have that at launch. I'll tell you what, when I worked at Toys R Us and you had Just Dance 1 and 2, those sold like gangbusters on Seriously. That's, it, I, I wouldn't know anything about that, but if it sells good, then I believe you. Yeah, it's it's going to sell really, really well. And also, Conan O'Brien did a thing. He does this segment called Clueless Gamer on his show where he reviews video games yeah. and openly admitting that he knows nothing about video games. Uh, the Resident Evil 6 is a good one to watch. I think we mentioned that on another podcast. But he also did one for Just Dance 4 recently with Alex Morgan. That was probably pretty fun. Yeah, it was, it was pretty amusing. Uh, Rabbids Land. Who cares about Rabbids anymore? It's it, Yeah, I don't. Dude, I didn't care when they came out. And I'm like, where's Rayman? And he's just resurging, and I'm happy. So I'm not like, now I'm like, well, that looks cheap, and they made it, and they made a game just for Wii U, and that's good. Mm-hmm. That's good. It'll do good. And they're supporting Wii U. Ubisoft's way behind this. Oh, yeah. Uh, Your Shaped Fitness Evolve 2013. Get some of the fitness stuff going before we Fit You. And Zombie U. Zombie U's going to be a big one. We Fit You sounds suggestive. Oh, we fit you, all right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Zombie U, that's that's what everyone's talking about too. It'll be mm-hmm. interesting to see how that does. Definitely. 
Uh, Warner Brothers is doing Scribblenauts Unlimited, Game Party Champions, and Arkham City Armored Edition. A Batman. Yeah, which I don't know if played that one already. <laughs> played that one last year when you think about it. It's pretty crazy. Yeah, it was the Show Me Your News 2011 Game of the Year. That's what I mean. That Man. was last year. Um, releasing in November is Chasing Aurora, Cloudberry Kingdom, Madden 13, the gimped Madden 13, still a little bitter. Uh, trying to Director's Cut, Nano Assault Neo, Little Inferno, Toki Tori 2, Mighty Switch Force, oh my God, Mighty Switch Force HD, which is really fun on 3DS, so it'll be interesting to see that in HD. Uh, and also Runner 2, Future Legend of Rhythm Alien. These, these are releasing in January, it oh. says. I just, yeah, I... At Runner 2 onwards. Runner 2 onwards is releasing in January. Uh, good to see Mighty Switch Force. Um, that was really fun. You know, Cyberlink let me play that a bit on his 3DS. And, you know, this is a big thing, you know, with the Unity engine kind of partnering with Wii U. Wii U is going to be a big system for independent games. And it, it's good to see that with, with what they're pushing you know, we were, for the... I was reading that article. Yeah. I was very surprised by that. I'm like, oh... Nintendo is maybe starting to get it. Did you see the... It's like uh, the super, new Super Mario Bros. 2 is going to get a little DLC. Yeah, yeah. It's like 200... Or two, <laughs> $200. $200. $250 a pop for the uh, the Coin Rush levels, yeah. And that's like... It's like cool, but it's like thinking about Mario for the first time DLC is kind of crazy. I know. Like thinking like Super Mario Brothers on the NES. It's like... Yeah. Right, I love content now. Mm-hmm. Series that long and prolific. It's funny. Uh, releasing in January is you know Runner Two, Future Legend of Rhythm Alien, and then you have the rest of these games here in the launch window. Funky Barn. I I hope that comes out. Dude, you don't know about scared. Funky Barn? No, tell me about Funky Barn. I, don't, I have no idea what Funky Barn is. <laughs> Perfect. Um, I was hoping there'd be a Funky Barn too, like in that Cars Two I told you about or whatever. Oh, yeah. It's just, it's just trucks too, but there's no trucks one. It's yeah. like, oh, they made it through. This game must be good. Uh, NBA 2K13, 007 Legends, Cabela's Dangerous Hunts 2013, Rapala Pro Bass Fishing, uh, Rise of the Guardians, the video game. That's the one with the movie with all the different, uh, like, you know, Santa Claus and Easter Bunny and all that. That's going to be weird. Uh, ben 10, Omniverse, Family Party, 30 Great Games, Obstacle, Arcade. What? That's an awful title for a video game. Good God. Uh, Mass Effect 3, Lego City Undercover, which would be interesting. Pikmin 3, We Fit You. Um, the Wonderful 101, which is the Platinum Games. That was uh, Project P100 at one time. Aliens, Colonial Marines, Jeopardy, and Wheel of Fortune. Hell yes. I've heard... Uh... Why not? Uh, I've heard the Aliens game, like, they're working pretty hard on it. Mm-hmm. It's Sega, and I don't think any of the Alien games have been good, but I think it's I heard like them Sega say publishing, they... publishing, but Gearbox developing. Oh, then that's that's way different. Yeah. Also, I heard they consulted with Ridley Scott. And yeah. I'm a super Alien fan now, so, like, curious about that. That, that should be game, cool. I might have mentioned it before on SMYN, but from what I've heard from interviews and all, that game takes place directly after Alien. The plot of Alien. I thought it was Alien 2. Because it's like in the city or something. Or maybe. <laughs> something like that. It takes directly off of the plot of one of the movies. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Jeopardy and Wheel of Fortune. 
Um, definitely to Jeopardy. <laughs> I'm excited. Uh, Marvel Avengers Battle for Earth and Rayman Legends also held to the yes for that one. This is a good set of games just for January. Like I know we'll probably well this wait is for E3. this is through uh, you know after launch through March 31st, so it's not really January, but definitely before. This is releasing in January for everything after mm, no. Runner, so no. Look after Runner. Yeah. Oh, okay. Then I'm yep. done yet. But still, <laughs> that's a good. That's no. That's still a good set of games until March. That's like that's like three games I like really want to have. Probably will. And I'll probably, like, a lot of people are like, oh, there's not a lot of big Nintendo games. I think they are, and they're being made, and you'll just see two more at, like, E3 or something. Right. But until then, you got a lot of stuff. No, absolutely. Um, let's move on to the hilarity of the week. You have some really bad rip-offs here, specifically of Mario. Uh, the first one here is on iOS with a game called... 3D Cartoon Land Safari. It mm. looks like a really, really bad and blatant copy of Super Mario 3D Land. You know what's worse is the clothes. Yeah. Not the fact that the environments look the same, because that's pretty bad. But he's got blue suspenders and red on. And a red like, cap. and Why... Um, the flag, like th this picture here, you know, it's, he's on some blocks and some trees in the background and there's the flag, the flagpole and all the flag has a white smiley face. It looks like a really crappy version. It looks so bad. It looks like building blocks or some crap. <laughs> it really does. Um, that looks really awful. And it was also interesting. Uh, they had the, there's a Pokemon clone. Earlier, that was taken down. What Didn't we report on that? Didn't we talk about that on the show? We might have. It was called Little Masters. We were like, look, they had like a big comparison, like of Pokemon next to these other things you showed me. Maybe I did. Yeah, I think. Well, I'm uh, pretty sure then, we talked about that here. Then there's also the game Mole Cart. What? And Mole Cart One. What? What? If Are they ripping us off? Did you not tell me before we did the show? <laughs> You usually don't like to look at the. No, I don't. I told you. We've talked about this. What's Mole Cart? Well, they have a video here. You might want to play a little bit of it and see. I am. While I tell you all listening to this podcast that it is a ripoff of Mario Kart Wii. In oh, fact, when you they see don't it. don't look anything like us. Okay. Yeah, the, the mole, oh, my God. The mole, this is exactly Mario Kart. The moles do look pretty different, but it is pretty much exactly. Mario Kart Wii in terms of its HUD and everything and, and how level. and the yeah the levels with the Dude, mushrooms. This like, no, this is like literally the freaking one of the levels in the Wii Mario Kart. It's Mushroom Gorge, where you're bouncing yeah. on the mushrooms. And then you have the item boxes and how those activate. You just they change the items of course, but probably not what they do. Um yeah, it's a really bad ripoff. But all, this Super Mario 3D Land ripoff, the 3D Cartoon Land Safari, looks damn terrible. And God, even like the, this is the worst thing, like the enemies, they don't even try. They still look pretty much exactly like Goombas and Koopas, and they have red and orange, or <laughs> they have red and green ones. Um, this Mario Kart thing is worse. 
the, the Mario Kart, I agree, it is worse. Plus, it's moles, and it's like going to come up in searches when people look for us. You're like, oh, hell no. Yeah, Not moles. But then you have another one here for iOS, and it's called Ultra Dario. <laughs> hmm. We'll take Super, we'll make it Ultra. And look, at the, look at the cloud. And Mario, it, it, we'll, just, we'll make it Dario. That's good. Um, yeah, the clouds are a little creepy. <laughs> like ghosts. And still, even here, Goombas and Koopas, little Koopa Troopas, they, they don't even try to do anything differently. Mario has a beard. Or, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Dario has a beard, guys. <laughs> Dario has a beard. This bad. is this is the new idea that they came up with. God, it's really bad. bad. He looks really as he looks like Mario if he just like didn't shave and just ate a lot more <laughs> spaghetti. That's right, and he doesn't have a hat, so he's got scruffy ass hair. He doesn't have scruffy ass hair, but he has scruffy ass hair. <laughs> yeah, you can't see his ass. <laughs> Seven asses. Seven asses. Um, these are really bad, and Nintendo is sure to get wind of them, so I wouldn't go looking for them. I wouldn't pay money for them, but these things exist. And it's if I was worth... Nintendo, I wouldn't even care. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, well I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't care to an extent, but I don't know. I mean, I don't think... Look, I don't think they have to worry about people not buying their games because these games exist. Yeah. It's just... It's just that they're like, well, that's dumb. <laughs> that would be the end of it. But no price to them. Yeah, no kidding. Um, let's go with the story pool quickly. Uh, Cliff Blazinski left Epic Games. Yeah, no. As of now, I don't think there's been a reason stated. He just, he just said he's been in up. the industry his whole life, so he just wanted to do other things. Yeah, I mean, if that's what he wants to do, you know, it's you know, good for him. They made that choice. Uh, but it, it was shocking. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, he might come back to the game industry. We just don't know literally at this point in time what to expect. And he is a gaming personality. Oh, definitely. You don't have too many of those out there. Uh, so, yeah, he's a really good dude. So when one moves on, it's, you know, it's surprising. You know, it's right alongside with, you know, the Bioware co-founders, uh, you know, moved on to new things. When I get my foot in that door, I'm not leaving. <laughs> You're never gonna hear the end of me. That's true. And we gotta mention that uh, M3D. Uh, while we're uh, mentioning Bioware, M3D got a job at the San Francisco branch for Bioware as a game designer. Awesome! So congratulations awesome. to him. Um, you know, I mentioned like, hey, we you know if you can, we'd love to have you on a podcast sometime. Understandably, you guys have to to know that you know he may have a social media clause in his contract and all that, so he's got to think about that and see what. Uh, you know, he can manage, but, you know, hopefully we'll have him sometime on the show soon to talk yeah, about something like that. I wouldn't want to ask him about games. I want to ask him about, like, how the job is and stuff. That sounds cool. Well, I mean, he probably wouldn't be able to tell you too much, but I know some people are looking to see, like, well, how did you apply? I mean, he obviously has had a lot of background work and all, but, um, you know, it would be, be good to talk to him again. That's for sure. Mm. Um, unexpected celebrities in NBA <laughs> I put NBA Live 13. I'm a dumbass. That got canceled, by the way. <laughs> NBA Live 13. Uh, EA kind of decided one day, like, oh, we were thinking about a download format, but nope, this game is still not ready after we can delete 11. 
NBA Live 13 canceled. But in NBA 2K13, they put on the All-Star team in addition to the Dream Team and all this. Um, you have Pauly D, Justin Bieber, Bow Wow. <laughs> Bieber's not that tall. Brian Baumgartner from The Office, who plays Kevin. <laughs> um, did, it, did you see... Did you see uh, the Green Day freakout thing at no, the Our Heart Music Festival? I heard about the, it and see it. He gets so mad and he goes, I've been around since 1998 or 89 or, well, I don't know, 88. Yeah, he said 88. And he's like, I'm not 80. I'm not Justin Bieber. Like, he just called him out. <laughs> it was so funny because it was pretty much everyone was on his side, it felt like, at the crowd. But it was so funny that he just called out Bieber for no reason. Well, like Bieber a, has a douchey haircut in this screenshot here. He's super douchey haircut. I don't, I think it's funny, too, because I hear Bieber's like, like... I know a lot of people hate him, but I hear he's like an okay kid. Mm-hmm. So, like, like that, with that Green Day thing, I just figured he might just be super stoked. Like, oh, dude, Billy Joe knows who I am. Well, Justin Bieber <laughs> also vomited on a stage at one of his concerts in Arizona. So, <laughs> it's been a... It's been a weird set of weeks for the Biebs. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, Beliebers. Yeah, there you go. The Beliebers. Uh, what, what was the other thing I thought was funny? Uh, the, the Green Day thing is funny. The funniest part of the story to me is he's like, it says it's got, he, they inform him that he's got one minute left. They kind of just show short. It says one minutes, plural, <laughs> on the screen. That's my favorite part. I, wow. try, to, I try to put that in everything. <laughs> but but with the when he when he called out Bieber, for some reason, I just thought Ozzy in that Super Bowl commercial, like in the audience, like, what's a beaver? Oh, yeah. He still didn't look it up. <laughs> anyway. So you're going to try to fit in one minute, and you're also going to fit in Super Dragon. Super. <laughs> you guys got to yes. listen to What Are You Playing? It's on the Show Me News Network. Otherwise, yeah. that makes no sense, what we just said. <laughs> no. Um, finally, Sony sues Kevin Butler. Well, they can't really sue Kevin Butler because Kevin Butler is a character... Played by actor Jerry Lambert. Now, Jerry Lambert went on a commercial for Bridgestone Tires. And he played the Nintendo Wii. Dun, dun, dun. So you have the actor known as Kevin, or known as his character Kevin Butler, playing the Nintendo Wii for a different company. Hmm. And Sony is suing over this. Now, before you go and say... Oh, this is ridiculous. Sony shouldn't be suing for this. It is ridiculous, but at the same time, you know, it's a non-competitive agreement that I'm sure they signed. And this is kind of a breach of that contract, most likely. It is, but I don't know. I just wish they would settle it. Like, dude, don't do that. And then that'd be the end of it. Um, they're trying to settle I, it I wish... court, but the uh, formal hearing is coming up on October 12th. So. I don't know. I just wish it was a little more civil because I feel like that'll be the end of the commercials too. I like those commercials. Yeah, I mean it's it's probably right now going to be the end of those Kevin Butler commercials as it looks like it. Sony is like me and Buddy talk about this. Like I think Sony is way and beyond over Xbox right now, but oh. they still don't market stuff very good. Michael like, was okay for those of us that care about games. I mean, for everyone else, I'm sure it didn't really matter. Yeah, that was yeah, that was cool, but like Kevin Butler was like their thing that like people know and talk about. I don't know. They just you mean it's not Marcus PSP? God, get I saw, you one. 
I saw Role Models last weekend, though. That was funny. Mm. That was a good movie. Anyway. Let that happen. Uh, let's briefly see out recently games quickly before we give our soapbox and wrap things up. Borderlands 2 came out. Um, I know Sword, about Hunter, that. Sword Hunter's been really enjoying that. I have not played it yet. I've been, well, I'll, we'll get to what I'm playing next week during that podcast specifically for what we are playing. I think we talked about it a lot last week, or not last week, but on the last way you're playing too, though. Yeah, well, that's true. Um, but, you know, really good reviews for that game. Same thing with Torchlight 2. People are really enjoying that. I know the Buzzsaw, on top of everything else he does, uh, has been putting a lot of time into those two games. So they are the Buzzsaw approved, I can tell you that, for Borderlands 2 and Torchlight 2, which came out a couple days apart. Mm. Then Jet Set Radio HD came out um, with the original soundtrack and all intact. They got all the light licensing down for that. I'll probably try that at some point. Mm-hmm. Crazy Taxi was like $5 last week, and I scooped that up. Oh, nice. I haven't played it yet, but it's just like $5. Yeah, it's like the oh, Steam absolutely. sales. You, gotta, you, gotta have those, get it. you gotta take advantage of those gaming deals when you can get them. Yeah. Uh, FIFA 13, we kind of talked about the Wii version, and it's silliness, but it's, it's FIFA. Like, the actual console... <laughs> God, that's silly of me to say. The actual consoles. The, uh, the Xbox 360 and PS3 versions are, are going to be solid. Like FIFA and NHL for this generation are like the solid sports franchises that you expect good versions of them every year. Yeah. Tokyo Jungle is a weird game. Did, it's an did, awesome did, game. But did it's a you weird know game. of it before I, I put it on the outline? I did know of it, yes. Uh, like Nathan showed me it, and I'm like, what the hell is this? I know and Master WGS is also playing it. He, every time I'm online, he's playing it. And I uh, hope you don't mind, but I did send him a message uh, last night. I'm like, dude, you got to be on what you're playing next week. Oh, yeah. you got to tell me about that game. I'm just going to check my message box, actually. Nope. Oh. Yeah. Uh, I'll get in contact, and we'll see if I can. Yeah. He probably didn't see it. He's probably like away. I don't see don't, when I get oh, messages. Yeah. For those that don't know about Tokyo Jungle, it's a PS3 exclusive as far as I know. PSN, at yeah. least. Um, it's a you know, digital download where it's an animal survival game where you're in this urban cityscape, I, you know, Tokyo, I guess, and you play as an animal. I think you start you know, pretty low on the food chain and all that, and eventually work your way up as far as I understand. But you have to survive. And it's all these nope. animals, you know, you're, barely you're any just, humans. You're like not. rabbits and kangaroos, and you're just running around a wasteland of Japan, which is cool. I don't know why. It's weird. It's different. And you got to, like, survive and breed and stuff, and then you get to be more animals. But that's I don't know. a thing. That it's is a, a thing. It is super Japanese. <laughs> like, no one else could have spawned a game like that. The best part, dude, is uh, they have avatars uh-huh. of just, just animals. If you have no context of that game, <laughs> you're just going to have a super realistic rabbit. Is your avatar, no one's going to know why. <laughs> so I suggest somebody do that. Just just be a rabbit. Just be a rabbit or, or like a jaguar or something. Dead or Alive Five also came out. Um, it's it's a Dead or Alive, you know, fighting definitely a lot of fighting. Did? But, but I didn't even know that was a game. Oh yeah. When did that even get announced? <laughs> a little while ago, I think it was E3. 
Um, they oh, have a female MMA fighter as one of the characters. I know that much. That's cool. She's a new character. Whatever. Dead or Alive juggles, and I'm not talking about the combat system. Whoa! Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> uh, World of Warcraft Mists of Pandaria. Pandaria, Pandaria, whatever. Dude. Dude, we don't wow. we don't know WoW. We don't know WoW, and I'm sorry if you like WoW, because I don't want to be like that. I, I want to like acknowledge all game fans here and all that. WoW but sucks. <laughs> sorry, Yoko does not share this sentiment. <laughs> no, but I have to tell you, uh, if you don't know about WoW and you see that commercial, mm-hmm. I just saw that commercial. I'm like, oh, Kung Fu Panda Four or something's coming out. Okay, here's why. Then I, WoW showed up at the end. I'm like, oh, here's why I put this game on the list because. If you remember, like, where Samurai Panda, the first <laughs> co-host of the show, got his name, it was from World of Warcraft and some, like, variation of creature like the Samurai Panda and all that stuff. Well, Samurai Pandas are now a thing in this uh, Pokemon ripoff thing, apparently. Not ripoff. It's, <laughs> it's a Pokemon it's- format where you capture and battle creatures. Oh. Uh. But yeah, WoW, WoW turns Pokemon. So what? What were you saying about the Samurai Panda thing came from what? It, they used to be like a character and like a meme sort of thing. I'm trying to remember like the exact story of it, but it was like a really niche underground kind of community in joke thing as far as I understand for a while. And this is someone who's never played World of Warcraft, so... I'm only taking it on, you know, face value and what I've heard. Yeah, someone told me it was, like, in there somewhere. I think Nick Nick would know. Nick, Wait, Nick now, plays well. Now, like, samurai pandas are a thing. So, it sure, worth attention. It sure is a thing. <laughs> Sonic Adventure 2 HD. We've both been playing the crap out of this one. Oh, this my God. This week. Uh, but really, really quick impressions before you go into more detail on what are you playing next week. It's pretty. Uh, yes, but also, man, the cutscenes age so badly. Dude, yeah. Like, it's. I skip a lot of them in my multiple. I, I skipped a lot of them too. But, like, being forced to watch them all again because you can't skip them on your first playthrough. I, no, I skipped them on my first oh, playthrough. Really? Was it yeah. Star- yeah. I was pressing X, damn it. I've, I've watched the hell out of those things, dude. I don't need to. Watch them anyway, and I know how bad they kind of are. So it's not like uh like whoa these are. I kind of know now. I did take that story super seriously when I was a kid, when I was thirteen. Because I'm like, oh, this is cool. I think it was cool at the time, and it's it is, like it's a pretty cool story in general. Like what they do with the hero and the dark and the last and all that stuff. But some of the voice actor deliveries, also the sound mixing, is really bad. It's really bad. Um, Sound mixing has been bad in Adventure and Adventure Two. Just uh, they could not figure out how to get music to not be so damn overbearing over the voices. The I don't music know why. is overbearing over the voices. Some of the background sound effects during the stages are played in the front and center speaker, and yep. it's like really loud. At least I'm playing on the PlayStation 3D monitor, so like there aren't like actual rear speakers, but really loud, and like you can't change those settings. But you got some of the the voice acting deliveries, like obviously the classic, they stink like echidnas do. And what are you, you pointed out one that made me laugh a lot because in context of Shadow's character, it makes no sense when you're just fighting him and you hit Shadow. 
No. <laughs> it's uh, it's the one where you like you fight him as Sonic the first time. And you oh, know, yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm the coolest. coolest. And I'm like, why would he say that? He is so dead set on his mission in that game. I still... I've seen people say, in regards to the story, I've seen a lot of Sonic fans like coming out like, whoa, this game's still a lot of fun. Some say it sucks now, which... Which I, I can get that. I'm having. I do not agree at all. I'm. I've no. I've noticed aging and stuff. But I'm like. I love this game. Oh, it's. I love this game. game. It's probably still like one of my top five games. I love it. Uh, there, there are like so many. Some of the gripes I have, like I don't like the kart racing and all, but I still love it. Yeah, it's it's so good. But we'll talk about that more on what are you playing next week? The other podcast we do, that is gaming it's, related. It's, we just bitch though. It's good. <laughs> well, I mean, very good port. We 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 love it, but like sometimes you have to take a critical look at it. Yeah, it's like what that's WTF Pokemon in a nutshell. Which we have to Mark and I are going to see that movie today, movie two thousand for our panel. Oh boy, time that, to get ready. That's, huh? that's happening today. We're watching it. I I could talk about Adventure two all day though. Yeah, but we'll get next time next week. Oh my uh, God. Resident Evil six. Do you know anything about this? Because I have things to say about this. I know some things. I've been watching reviews because I got Resident Evil 6 Anthology. Mm. So I have it. So you know my feelings on 5. I've stated several times on the show. I think it's garbage. Mm. And they didn't even try. And uh, 6 is not getting good reviews. I think 5 got good reviews for the most part. Mm-hmm. Six, is get, six isn't getting bad reviews, but it's getting mediocre reviews. Yeah. And I've seen six, and I think it's ten times better than five. Yeah, It looks interesting. Um, I can understand the complaint that people have with the three campaigns and then the fourth that you unlock after the three. There's a that, lot of game. It's a lot of game. And like it can get repetitive and you know not so honed and focused. Um. And, you know, a lot of people are saying, like, oh, it's not Resident Evil, it's not all survivor horror and all that. Resident Evil 5 wasn't Resident Evil. This is, Leon's is pretty close. It's like a city environment again. It feels so much more at home. It's not, you're not running around mansions looking for, like, the feather to open the door or anything, but... For a new player that isn't so into survival horror, like, 6 looks interesting to me. yeah. We, I've seen a bit of Chris's too, and it's pretty much just around army guys shooting, which, eh, it's not bad. The story not bad. It, the game's much more cinematic and has so much more atmosphere. I don't think Five had barely any atmosphere, except in some of the later parts when you're in laboratories and stuff. This jungle crap. I don't like Five's bad. <laughs> this game looks pretty damn. I'm intrigued by. It. I was watching a buddy play it. Until I realized how long the game was going to take, and I'm probably just going to watch the cutscenes. But I'm intrigued of what's going on, and I'm intrigued in the game again. Mm-hmm. And it's Laura good. Bailey voices a main character, so yay, Laura Bailey. Which one is she, Shelly? She's Helena Harper, who's uh, uh, Leon's partner. Oh, yeah, her. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, like, there's a lot of game, and some people say it might be repetitive, but I'm looking at, like, they tried with this. Mm-hmm. They really, really tried with this. Five, they phoned it in. And I'm like happy to see Capcom try at something. At anything. At anything. <laughs> it's just damn anything. But dude, I, I don't know you I don't think you popped it in yet, but that giraffe is everywhere. Oh my god, it's so everywhere. How did they not know about the giraffe? It is 
been everywhere. I've been looking at it a lot. So, the giraffe so, getting some lady pleasure. We, we've talked about this. If you look at the six on the logo, it's, it's just a champ poster. It's like, how do people not like this game? Get hyped. Look at all the stuff in it. And someone's like, because the logo looks exactly like a giraffe getting a blowjob from a girl. And it looks exactly like... I've seen things where it's like, that thing looks like that. And I'm like, yeah, it does. And then I can look away from it and not acknowledge it. When I see that six, that's only what I see. <laughs> it is the funniest damn thing to me. It's on the box. That's the that's the box art, is the six. Only that. I'm it's black. It's just Resident Evil and six. When the games... When you put in the game, it's zooming out of this like purple, like... I don't yeah, know, like, stuff, like a yeah. Metro, Metroid Prime kind of thing, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like embryos or whatever. I don't know what it is. But it's just it's the six. And I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. And I just laugh every time. It's hysterical. When you adjust the brightness, <laughs> it's the shadow of a six, the six. <laughs> and I've seen a shot pic- uh, picture of that screen where it's like, adjust, uh, adjust brightness to where the giraffe's penis is barely visible. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> But it's good. It, it's, it, it looks a lot better, in my opinion. I know I'm a pretentious jackass, but but the dress funny. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. I'm looking forward to getting into the Resident Evil. It's uh, it's on my you know, ten top ten games franchises I must play. So good luck with that one. Tank controls, bro. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna get frustrated. Probably. Uh, NBA 2K13 also came out on the same day, on October 2nd, and that's getting really solid reviews as well. Like, mm. you know, for EA Sports to come back or try to come back with live, you're up against a juggernaut in 2K, and this one is co-produced by Jay Z and all this stuff. It Thank looks, God for that. Yeah, it looks solid. Although I've fallen out of favor with basketball games a while ago. Like, I'll play them, sure, but. Um, the realism is, is makes it difficult, I think, for basketball games. Just my opinion. Yeah. Um, yeah, just like baseball games too. Baseball games, video baseball video games have gotten like they look really good, but playing them a little difficult. They should they should go more arcadey, mm-hmm. or at least have an arcadey mode. Yeah, so like know? when it was two thousand four, which is the last time I had you know games for each of those. You know, series for live and they called it. Well, it was originally triple play, and then it was MVP baseball uh, for EA. Like those were had a really arcadey feel. Like they tried yeah. to be real simulation, but the way they played, it was still you know pretty arcadey. Yeah, games like that just need to be fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, Knights HD also came out with, with Sonic Adventure with 2. With Sonic Adventure Two, mm-hmm. and I hear it's good. And that's one I definitely want to play soon. I'll probably get to that eventually. But, but Sonic Adventure 2 is a higher priority. So definitely. And then finally, today, Pokemon Black and White 2. Uh, still in Unova. It's a couple years later. You have a few new gym leaders. You have you know new characters. Um, and it's a continuation of the previous game, which is shocking. Like Because yeah, Pokemon's like, never done that. So... You still have like the main antagonists carrying over, and that's that's nuts. I'm sure Yoko will have a lot to say about it on the next. What are you playing? But I, I sure will. I've heard like, meh, two best Pokemon game ever. So <laughs> I don't know. I'm sure it's the same formula. So that's not a big deal. But it, the fact that it's a sequel from the spoilers I've heard, 
a lot of the fan service stuff, and I'm not talking about like fan service. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> all the fan service stuff they've done in two makes it one of the best Pokemon games ever. Now let's see if like the actual gameplay and the scaling and everything, if if that follows through. Mm. So I'm looking forward to that. I have to finish up Kingdom Hearts 3D before I get to that, though. So handheld gaming time. Yeah, no, right. Um, goodness, we are running out of show quickly. So let's do our soapboxes here. I'll start. I think that when it comes to... I was kind of hoping you were going to do the new TV premieres because I liked when you did that last year. Oh, yeah. Well, see, I have to really catch up with some of them. I haven't seen How I Met Your Mother yet. That's true. I think hopefully some let's have someone ask a mail time about it on What Are You Playing, and we'll get to that one there. Cool. I was looking over three weeks of stories, and this one caught my eye and also made me sad in a way. Uh, the article at kotaku.com slash... Five nine four five four zero zero. Here's some terrible dating advice for gamers. Um, it's pretty sad, I think, when you just lump a stereotype with a group of people, just you know, all across the board for any group of people. But to think that those who need relationship help or you know, getting relationships are only gamers. Um, that's a little insulting, mm-hmm. but also does not help when they have the website dateagamer.co.uk running these series of videos. Um, it's not just a misleading product, the article says, but they also think that those of you who like video games are desperate, don't know how to function in society, and most certainly like girls. They are also sure that you are male. <laughs> Um, so they put out different... Ouch. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's pretty shocking. Uh, you know, different advice tips like, buy the lady flowers and bring them to dinner, but not to a bar. Don't buy roses because it's too strong a message. Number two, learn to cook. Use spices. Guys, if you can find food that a lady likes and mix that up to perfection, you're bound to get laid. That sounds like Brock. <laughs> That whole thing sounded like rock. You're bound to get laid. Yeah, even that part. <laughs> you said it in the show, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> <laughs> Number three. Pay attention to what the lady is wearing and saying. Remembering important dates in the calendar like her birthday is an absolute must. You don't say. On the first date, that's what you need to do. Yeah. Um, it also makes it look like all guys want is sex, which that's not necessarily true. Um, <laughs> Tony, you're part of the problem. <laughs> no, no, I don't agree. I know. Um, but they, I just, they, I just like being that guy. <laughs> I know, I know. Like your former catchphrase. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, that. <laughs> they have other videos like this, like what to do on a first date with a single gamer. How to impress a girl into bed after the first date. Um, it's it's using gamer as a stereotype for uns- derogatory. unsociable nerds who want to get laid but can't because they're so goddamn awkward. And that's not that fair. Um, granted, there are some people like that out there. I 
Will not deny that. I do know some. I'm working on it. I'm not saying it's you. <laughs> sure. Okay. It's Tony. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um. Like there, there are some people out there who need that kind of help. Not but, this kind of help. Like, exactly. Not this kind of help. Like, talk to your friends. Get some real advice. Not from girls with British accents in tank tops and panties. And uh, it's it's insulting. Similarly, the female end of the sex spectrum has gotten the... I don't want to say shaft, but... <laughs> they've been uh, screwed over in their portrayals as well. Um yeah. This gamer girlfriend advice. This granted, this is from Japan, but you could easily see this, uh, you know, being applied here in the states as well. That oh, all girls, you know, suck at playing games, so you got to be good to her and you know, help play games with her that she may like. And but remember, be easy because she's going to be bad at games. So some tips that stick out in this Japanese. Uh, article here be nice while teaching her how to play occasionally lose to her on purpose while playing a versus games that's just anyone who doesn't play games like they're gonna be bad and it's gonna be infuriating teaching them every so often check to make sure she's not getting tired avoid franchises she hasn't played before or doesn't know and the last one clear the difficult parts for her there are ways to get people, and not just women, because there are, are a lot of guys out there that don't give a damn about video games. But to bring people into video games, there are, you know, it is, granted, it's a tricky process. You have to be very careful with it. You can't do some of these things like these tips say. But to. A lot of girls hate video games because their boyfriends ignore them and just play Call of Duty all day. Exactly. Don't do that because I have to explain why video games are art to these bitches who don't they don't know a game. Tony tips. <laughs> um, but like the wide paintbrush that some of these articles just make that a jingle. Why? Yeah. <laughs> they just apply to these groups of people. It's unfair. It's sad. And I mean, our gaming culture needs to change these kind of things. Like my old catchphrase. Tony tips. (laughs) (laughs) Howard Dean. (laughs) Oh my god. Uh, That's my soapbox. You have an interesting story to talk about here, though. What was it? Mingi Jongo. Oh yeah, that thing. Uh, (laughs) I did that a while ago. Uh, Mingi Jongo, how do you spell that? M-I-G-Y-G-O M-I-N-G-Y J-O-N-G-O. Yeah. Uh, if you think that's weird, it was a boss at Banjo-Tooie in the last level. Just, uh, that's what the picture is, actually. It's like Robot Mambo. That's why it's like the name's different. Uh, this is an account on Twitter, and he just kind of came out and said that, hey, would anyone be interested in a spiritual successor to Banjo-Kazooie? And he's saying that he has, like, former Rare employees that are willing to work on this. Which, I was like, what? Like, I didn't think this was real, you know, at first. Mm-hmm. But, like, I think I, I think I started, he, like, got Grant Kirkhope 
who's oh, the yeah. composer for those games to follow him on Twitter. And he's like, yeah, dude, I'm up for this. And they've like talked or something. Well, yeah, so, Grant Kirkhope in the past has you know come out with statements like, yeah, it's pretty unfair what Microsoft did, you know, with buying out and dropping all the stuff, and they ruined Rare. All this, he's been pretty vocal despite the fact that he's he is really, a yeah. I have not oh, read yeah. that. I've heard, I've been reading Cyberlink. Uh, I think keeps linking just Rare employees talking about what Microsoft did, which I don't think is entirely fair. They, I don't know, they just seemed like they wanted to appeal to this market. And they just kept hurrying them along, and Rare just wasn't, you know, they just weren't doing things like that. Mm-hmm. They've never had development cycles like this. It was it was a whole new thing for them, and they didn't really give them a chance in a lot of ways. And now Rare is a, just a shell of what it was, to be yeah. completely honest. I don't want to completely blame Microsoft. I don't think that's entirely fair either. But, but you're going to completely blame Microsoft. I, I want to. <laughs> Super's not here. Uh, when Nathan said we got the Mass Effect collection, mm. he's like, "Huh, we got the last thing that they had, Tony." <laughs> I'm like, "We did." I don't, <laughs> care. I don't care about gears, bless you. Thank you. I've been muting for that a lot. I always have allergies. Uh, I don't have a mute switch on my microphone, so I can't just like cover it. <laughs> no, I'm just telling you. I'm <laughs> blowing my nose every so often. But yeah, it's not. It's not a sequel to Banjo Kazooie. It's like a spiritual successor with like the same kind of humor and I guess kind of gameplay and stuff. Mm-hmm. And damn, I want that. <laughs> Follow Mingy Jongo on Twitter. Follow it and just wait for updates. This would be a long. I think he's he's making points that like this is gonna be a while. We gotta like like people are saying Kickstarter and he's like, look, we want you guys to throw money at us. We don't really have a concept completely ironed out yet. Right. So, uh, I don't know, just watch out for it. Uh, I'm excited. I don't know what to expect, but that's awesome. Because I don't, I really hope Banjo comes back someday. But until then, this is like the next best thing. Well, hopefully. I mean, that would be great to see if it does pan through. And then we have this story here. Like, that was the beginning of it all. Yeah, I know. Well, it's episode 120 coming to a close here. And we're going to have a point out. I pointed out to Yoko that we have the amount of episodes of stars in Mario 64 now. <laughs> That's true. That's true. And we have a really busy uh, you know, end of the year here ahead of us. I mean, we got to think here. A couple weeks, we have 121. It's, hopefully, we'll have, you know, you know Super's going to be back and we'll have a guest or something like that. 122 is the end of October. That is Yomacon. We not only have our panel at Yomacon for Show Me Your News, we have the Big, crazy room that we have just random discussions and crap in there. So that's going to be a lot from us there here at Show Me Your News. Then, right after Yomacon's over, we start planning Game of the Year 2012. Um, we do you know, nominations. We do voting. And, you know, by... You know, December, all of, well, I mean, probably mid-December, so everything should be in. Um, actually, early December, because I have to get time. We, we contact guests to uh, do, you know, different uh, announcements for the different categories. It's an audio-based award show, and, you know, last couple of years has been crazy. Uh, we're going to look for it to be even bigger and better this year. Mm. 
And it's, that's going to be really not, exciting. Yoko works his ass off on those. I really do. But it'll be nice not having episode 100 and all of that to do this. That was crazy last year. Yeah, we, didn't have, we didn't have an actual news-based podcast for a month because of those two things back-to-back. But it's going to be an exciting end of the year. And are we? Are, how are we going to do Yomacon this year? Are we doing just the Yomacon panel as an episode? Or are we going to do an episode on top of that? I think we'll try to do an episode on top of that, but um, it's going to be interesting. Because uh, at our panel, we're not really going to cover current news. Uh, the idea for the panel is the year in gaming. That's the, the subtitle for the panel. So uh, we're going to be doing a lot of things to... You know, probably discuss you know headlines from the past year, games released in the past year, looking forward, uh, that kind of thing. It's almost like a year in retrospect, a little bit before we get to the game of the year stuff at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're going to deliver it in a really fun way because we also have WTF Pokemon panel, or at least I do, with Sword Hunter, and that's going to be similar in some ways to the last one, but different. Yomacon is going to be really exciting. I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm getting yeah, I'm getting really excited for a panel for reasons like that. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping I'm hoping some people show up that like aren't on the forums that like listen to this because I'd be really interested to hear about that. That would be very interesting. Um, it would also be very surprising, but yeah, very interesting. Uh, so we're really excited for that. That's going to be November first through the fourth uh, in Detroit, Michigan. Go there. <laughs> yeah, do it. I mean, I think even, online... even if you don't like us, go there. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I mean, Little Karibo, Team Four Star, Doug Walker are just a few of the guests who are going to be there. It's nuts. Mm, anyway, very, very excited. Anyway, Friend. check out what are you playing next week? Next week, uh, that'll be good times. Talking about Pokemon Black and White Two, and we'll get into some Sonic about Sonic as well. And we'll also talk about TV shows. Yay, TV Yay. shows. Anyway, with that, I am Yoko. I'm Tony. And we're out. Thanks and for the, listening. And the Browns blew their law, uh, their lead. <laughs> they really did. Yep. Twenty-seven yeah. to seventeen at half. Factory of Sadness. We're out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Haven't played it yet? Nope. Still trying to finish Kingdom Hearts 3D. Oh, yeah. I'm more than halfway through with that one, though, so... I need to watch that, because I hear a lot of stuff happens. Yeah, it seems pretty important. There's a lot of Twooey fan service rolled into few. Yeah, I heard about that. It seemed like it was only in that first level, though. I wasn't sure if it like recurred anymore. It, it recurs once at least, so because it's in Traverse Town. So. Yeah. So you're gonna be visiting that a couple times at least. I didn't know we haven't been there since one, so I didn't know what the deal was with that. Mm-hmm. And it also just makes you realize how messed up the canon is because they do add like chronicles which summarize you know each game at certain points yeah
So like, you get to read about all that, which is interesting. Um, but it's just like, wow. For some of these ones I didn't play, like, that's weird. Dude, you gotta read a lot. Yeah. If you're, if you're not, like, I think I've, I've seen everything. And, like, you still are confused? I'm not confused, but there is an abundance of it. And it's like, God. It's so overwhelming. Are you, I think Chain of Memories is huge. Like, very essential to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it seemed pretty important while I was reading it. Like, had had uh, I been, like, in the know when you were playing it, I would have told you to watch it. You don't, even, you don't even really need to watch any of the gameplay. None of the gameplay is important. But the cutscenes are pretty good. There's, like, an hour of them. Mm-hmm. And it helps a lot. Well, that's Although what, it's, that's what they're supposed to do for the... Uh... The HD thing that if it ever comes over here. Yeah. Let's get to talking about that. We've got borrowed time for Super here. 